and welcome back to part two of the program. And that piece of music that just brought us back was Guardian Angel from Heaven So Bright. So welcome back. This is, my name is Shane Ambrose. Welcome back to Sacred Space 102. A come and see production here for West Limerick 102. And as John said at the top of the program, <laughs> we're going to have a slightly... Um, uh, how will I put it? A slightly la- less less intense program, particularly after the last couple of weeks. We did some very heavy stuff Ooh. over the last couple of weeks. So, uh, yeah, so during the week, um, John suggested that we might do a program on angels. Now, the reason that idea struck my glorious editor <laughs> sitting in the corner seat <laughs> is, of course, because the 29th, the 29th of September is the feast day of the archangels, Michael, Gabriel and uh, Raphael. And, of course, then yesterday, or the, it was the 3rd of October, which is the feast day of the Guardian Angels. So, of course, the question came up was, well, John, in his usual way, says, well, Shane, what's an angel? And it's kind of gone, right, okay, what exactly am I supposed to do with this? And who are the angels? And what is it all about? And it's an interesting one, actually. So I was very busy Googling to see what the things are. And it's actually, it's amazing. If you put an angel into Google to see what comes up, because it's actually a massive topic on the Internet. Uh, which I hadn't realised. But of course, when we're talking about angels this morning, we're obviously looking at very much from a Christian tradition point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, because angels, well, first of all, they're not unique. The concept of angels is not unique to Christianity. Uh, they're in Judaism, they're in Islam, they're in quite a lot of other religions as well. And of course, at the per- pers- at the present time, they are a huge thing within the New Age um, community and those that um, follow that particular line of belief and expression of thought so but we're talking about this morning particularly from the version from the point of view of where it stands in the christian in christian from the christian point of view and i suppose it's it's also one of those things kind of when we're kids we think about the angels and they're cute and they're fluffy and they've got wings and all the rest of it we have no idea really what the angels look like um we're kind of going well what's the evidence for them there well i suppose there's different ways of approaching it um i suppose if we look at purely from a scriptural point of view there was quite a lot of interaction with the angels in the old testament so just just different examples you had the angel that blocked the gate to garden of eden just at the start you had the three angels that visit abraham Mm -hmm. you had jacob fighting with the angel and damaging his hip you had then uh, the angels that were in the book of daniel you have raphael Mm -hmm. going with tobit and and of course, obviously, during Exodus, you had the angel that what was to the front and to the rear of the host of Israel as it moved through the through the desert. So very much, I suppose you could say uh, an account of of the relationship that we've had or that is there in terms of the relationship. And of course, very much appear as well in the Psalms. For us as Christians as well, of course, they're quite evident throughout the New Testament as well. So obviously the most obvious one that leaps to most people's mind when you think of the New Testament is obviously going to be Gabriel, as Mm -hmm. he appears Mm -hmm. predominantly Mm -hmm. in the Gospel of Mm -hmm. St. Luke, because he is the messenger of the Annunciation, informing Mary that she is to be the mother of God. Uh, But then the next section where you come across them and they're everywhere in it is the book of Revelation. So that's that last book of the Bible, sometimes called the book of the apocalypse, attributed to St. John. Now, I have to put my hands up, John. It's not a book that I am. How shall I put this? I'm not very familiar with because Mm -hmm. it's a book that requires a certain degree of nuance to be able to read it. Mm -hmm. It's a book that's poetical and mystical. Mm hmm. It's very much written, very much written in in a metaphorical sense. Although some people would try to convince you that you know you read it as it is. That's that's not how the church understands it. Uh, it's it's um, it's coming from a tradition of understanding persecution and the role and relationship of God, protecting and serving um, 
his community and his people on earth and also as as we understand in terms of the last things but it's replete with of course references to angels and the root and the role of angels in it and in particular of course that's where we come across michael because of course he is the the leader of the heavenly hosts and he's account he's recorded in the in in the book a uh, book of revelation so you have raphael and in the book of Tobit, mm-hmm. you have Gabriel in the Gospel of St. Luke and you have Michael very much mentioned in the uh, the book of Revelation. So that's where we get the three archangels from. Mm. Now, what, is, what are we talking about in terms of angels, archangels, all the rest of yeah. it? So this is an interesting one. So I actually discovered during the week that when you talk about angel, what you're actually talking about is you're actually talking about a messenger of God. That's how it's understood in terms yeah. of mm. Christian theology. So we understand that they are messengers of God, but an angel is a person who is a messenger. It's a task. It's a role that they do as opposed to what, who or what they are. Okay. So it's like saying um, it's uh, it, it's the job that they do, if you like, in another sense. So very much, of course, um, the, the understanding of the, the different names and tradition that we give to angels there's actually nine you hear the conversation the choirs of angels and very much associated of course with that great thing from the christmas story uh you know the the shepherds suddenly heard the choirs of angels singing glory to god in the highest Mm -hmm. and of course that 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 whole idea because that's one of the things that the angels can do they look upon the face of god Mm -hmm. they can see the face of god they're beings of spirit and that sometimes he gives them rules and tasks and that's what they have to do but in terms of kind of the names it's interesting when you go back into it you know back in the fifth century uh, you had a guy called Pseudo Dionysus the Aeropagite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know him, John. He was down yeah. at the pub the other night. Yeah, the man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he wrote a book called De, Colisti- De Celestia Hierarchia, which is translates as On the Celestial Hierarchy. So the man wrote a book looking and trying to understand all these things. And people say, well, why on earth would you do something mm-hmm. like that? And I okay. suppose the whole thing was it's theology is for the greater glory and understanding of our relationship with God. But he came up, by the way, he's the one that came up with the angelic choirs. So, do you know, sometimes during Mass, um, John, particularly around in the Eucharistic prayer, when we come to the Holy Holy, the yes, Sanctus. Yeah, yeah. So the Holy Holy is the understanding is it's joining in the great hymn of praise mm. that the angels are offering to God in 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 heaven. And sometimes we'll have, you'll hear, you know, we join with the angels, the archangels, dominions and principalities yes. and all of that. Yes. Yeah. So the name, the, so the names that are used for the, for the, for the order of the angels is the angels and archangels. Then you've principalities and powers, virtues and dominions, thrones, cherubims and seraphims. And the idea is each of those does a particular task in praising God and communicating between us and the divine. So, <laughs> come on, okay, okay, come on. Yeah. We have, you know, I have, a, I, so there's more than my guardian angel, right? Yes, anyway. no, we okay. haven't got to the guardian no, angels yet. Okay, I'm, I'm okay. heading, I'm heading no, towards no, them. No. I'm heading towards them. Now, it's just, it's an interesting one to just to put it out there because there was, um, there, there was a book, there was an article we came across actually recently, which was an interview with a guy, and his name, if I can put it up here in front of me is Father Sergei Thomas Bonino, and he's the Secretary of the International Theological Commission, and he's the Dean of the Faculty of Philosophy at the Pontifical University of St. Thomas Aquinas in Rome. Good job. Yeah, exactly. So basically what that breaks down is he's a Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. 
right? <laughs> because yeah. he's lecturing in the in the in the in the, in the University of St. Thomas Aquinas in Rome, and he's a member of the International Theological Commission. So this is the bunch of theologians that advise the Pope. Okay. So right. you know he's you know he's he's an important kind okay. of guy, okay. and he recently wrote a book actually about angels and demons: a Catholic introduction because he was making the point that you know <clears throat> they're they're not central to Christianity. As you know, at the end of the day, the central thing to Christianity is the relationship we have with God and that of Christ. Mm. Uh, but their existence is a fact that scripture and tradition have always testified to. And then so it's 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 not something that you must have a huge defound, refi- defined belief in, but it's something that's part of the faith as well, which is something I suppose for us to remember. But I suppose the thing about it to be careful about is that when we're talking about it in the modern world, we need to very much be careful about the context because the understanding of it has changed yeah. um, so much in the, con- in, the, in the modern world. But obviously, now, going back to the one that you asked me about specifically, which is the guardian angels, and this is the one which I kind of wanted to focus on this morning. Mm-hmm, okay. And in particular, the guardian angels, particularly for grandparents, because I think this is the one where you can have a word with the grandkids Mm -hmm. and it's to remind them about their guardian angel. And what is the guardian angels? I suppose the guardian angels, Pope Francis kind of, he he gave a reflection a couple of years ago on the feast of the guardian angels. He gave a homily and the Pope was kind of, he was reminding us that our guardian angels are there to encourage and guide us so that we're not sluggish on the journey of life. And there's a lovely idea that, you know, um, that they are there in terms of people, angels who are set to accompany us and mind us on our journey. So you have that great prayer, O angel of God, angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here. So an angel that is set by God to walk with us and accompany us throughout our journey on, on earth. And then when we die, actually accompanies us onward then on the heavenly journey as we progress to the gates of heaven and onwards, hopefully, to see the beatific beatic vision. And it's, it's just an interesting one as well, because Pope Francis reminds us that, you know, um, they're there, he said, kind of without the, gui- the guidance of the angels, men and women become settled in their ways and put their life on hold, like stagnant water was the anal- analogy he used. Right. And so sometimes our angels are there to encourage us kind of onwards in the journey, be that a journey in life, a journey in faith, whatever the case might be, because, um, you know, we then there's also the idea that, uh, you know, he, he linked in the idea then that going back to the book of Exodus, where the angel of the Lord went before the people of Israel. So that yeah. whole idea that our guardian angel will walk with us and those lovely images that you have of um, people and children being accompanied by their by their angel and it's it's a it's a very common uh image that's used particularly for babies um yes. you know yes. for children and 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 to be given then the pope also reminded us that you know that um guardian angels are like a compass for us you know in that they resemble us in certain ways and they help us to see where we should go so we should always seek their intercession and ask for their prayers when we're trying to make decisions and uh, in life in terms of guidance for discerning the way that we should go, you know, and we, you know, to be kind of, you know, to, to kind of listen, to be alert for their inspirations uh, that they come to us kind of in the in the murmurings of our heart, which, of course, always come from the Holy Spirit. And, you know, there's a great one. Actually, the Pope said, I would like to ask you all a question. Do you speak to your angel? Do you know the name of your angel? Do you listen to your angel? 
do not let yourself be taken do you do you let yourself be taken by the hand along the path or pushed to move and i thought it was an interesting work actually because the questions that he was asking i personally would never have thought of it that way no uh, I would very much actually have associate, associated that actually with kind of more a new age approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's for us to rediscover this particular tradition within the faith. Um, you know, the angel is the daily door towards transcendence to the encounter with the father, Pope Francis said. The angel helps me walk along the path because he looks at the father who knows the way. Let us not forget this traveling companion. And I thought it was a lovely way. Especially lovely description. The idea, the, the idea about knowing your your own guardian angel's mm-hmm. name. Uh, I mean, I certainly never thought about that. I, I've heard of it, mm. but I never thought about it. I mean, what do I say? Uh, hello. Um. <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose it, it's no, different ways. It's yes. different ways. But if you think about it, I, you know, sometimes uh, some of the best theologians in the world that I have come across are generally under the age of seven. Yes. yes. Because children have this innocence and openness to wonder about the world and wonder, I put in the sense of wonder at, you know, that from the expression, wonder and awe in the world. Uncontaminated by the world, in other words. Exactly. You know, that innocence that we all recognize Mm. in a child and they can ask the questions, why is the sky blue? Why is God there? Mm. Where is God? Where is heaven? You know, those kind of questions you get and you're kind of scratching your head, kind of going, I can't answer those questions. (laughs) And sometimes I often think of people I've known to when they were kids, they had their invisible friend. You know, and I like to think their invisible friend was their guardian angel, Mm. you know, that was there to help them along the way to get through a thing in life. So for grandparents, I suppose it was one thing I would say to to talk to your your grandchildren about their guardian angel, to encourage them, of course, to pray uh, the great prayer of the guardian angel. And, you know, that, um, you know, there's a great expression. um, The dignity of the soul is so great that each has a guardian angel from its birth. And I think, you know, we're not obligated to believe in the existence of guardian angels in particular, but, you know, it's a great tradition and uh, throughout, you know, that that we have. Yeah. Um, and that, that quote that I gave, the dignity of the soul is so great that each has a guardian angel from its birth is actually from St. Jerome. Um, you know, and it's 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 something just, just to think about. And it's something just as we enter into the winter, and as we're facing into this particular time at the moment with COVID, yeah. I hope you're all washing your hands, mm-hmm. keeping your social distance, mm-hmm. wearing your masks. Um, that, you know, <clears throat> but be no harm for us to seek the protection and guidance of our angels, um, you know, and to intercede for us before the throne of God to ask for their prayer, their prayers and protection. And I think it'd be beautiful now, just be, as we finish off this section, Shine, I know there's a piece of music here they have got lined up. But can you remind us again what the Pope said there in terms of, I know you'll be able to get it down in a few minutes because I've, I've, I've thrown an awful lot of stuff at you, but the Pope has some wonderful ways sometimes of helping us to connect in with various things. And so some of the questions that he asked us there, for instance, he said, you know, do you speak to your guardian angel? Do you know your guardian angel's name? So what he said was, um, I'd like to ask you all a question. Do you speak to your angel? Do you mm. know the name of your angel? Do you listen to your angel? Do you let yourself be taken by the hand along the path or pushed to move. Um, He said he encouraged Christians to pray and speak to their guardian angel who is not only with us but also sees God the Father. The angel is the daily door towards transcendence to the encounter with the Father. And what he said then is the angel helps me walk along the path because he looks at the Father who knows the way. 
let us not forget this traveling companion. Beautiful thoughts. And uh, certainly as a grandparent myself, that's something that I want to take on board myself. So I'll certainly look up that later on and, and, and try and just keep those little ideas in my mind, especially for the grandchildren. I think it's so comforting. So maybe at this uh, point in the program, we might go for a piece of music to finish off this particular section. Shane picked a lovely piece of music now from John Michael Talbot. This one is entitled An Eagle's Wings. So join us again in part three, where we read and reflect on the gospel for this week. You Shut 